how to win and keep more customers, three critical issues that are often headwinds to growth. This is a podcast from Integrity Solutions. I'm Michael Terrell. What are the three unseen hurdles that often block growth, and is growth being stalled at your organization because of them? You might be surprised about what hides in plain sight. In our work with companies over just over the past few years, we're seeing some negative trends emerging that are creating some usually unnoticed and then some unnecessary headwinds to growth. I use that term headwind specifically because like a headwind to an aircraft or, or termites in your house, these things are not immediately obvious until it's too late, but they, they manifest themselves. That's things such as there's a lack of customer enthusiasm, lack of commitment, stalled sales cycles, pipelines full of opportunities that just don't seem to progress. That's Bruce Wedderburn, the Chief Sales Officer at Integrity Solutions. Bruce has more than 20 years' experience leading performance improvement efforts for global sales and customer service teams. He's seen a lot, and we were eager to get some time with him recently to unpack three common and often overlooked hurdles to growth. We examine each of the three in three separate podcasts. Bruce, thanks for taking this time. I'm looking forward to the conversation, Michael. So let's dive in, Bruce. Take us through these often unseen hurdles to growth. Headwind number one. You've got a sales team that's responsible for top-line growth, but they're consistently forgetting a fundamental communication rule. And that is, customers value what they say and their own conclusions more than what they're told, especially what they're told by a salesperson. So it's communication rule number one. It's very fundamental stuff. Bruce, what's the trend now that's moving people away from that? Well, we hear a lot of buzzwords lately about things like insight selling or value selling or challenge selling. And all of these approaches are based on a premise that we need to bring to our customer meetings insights or perspectives or a strong point of view on what's going on out there to help the customer and hopefully that will lead to the customer buying more of our product or more of our service. And we at Integrity Solutions, we agree that there's some really good concepts in there. There's nothing wrong with having a point of view that's going to help the customer. It's just the execution of that concept is, is, is frequently flawed. Why is that? Because too often when these concepts get put into practice in customer conversations, the communication rule that I just mentioned gets completely forgotten. And what's supposed to be a conversation quickly becomes a presentation, a description, a, uh, a one-way flow of information, which is what customers have said in survey after survey is exactly what they don't want. Uh, because you know what an insights or a teaching presentation after a while sounds like to a customer? A thinly disguised product pitch. The customer ends up becoming a passive bystander to a slideshow that's fascinating to the salesperson, but less than compelling to the most important person in the room. Bruce, does that approach actually work in some situations or with some people? Sure. There is an exception to this. If you're someone with very high levels of credibility, you're an industry guru or a Fortune 500 CEO or some high-ranking government official, you can probably get away with teaching your customers or telling them insights because they'll probably listen. If you're a salesperson, well, unless you're selling to a very junior level buyer, it's probably going to be a very short meeting. So the concept on paper sounds good. It's just in the execution that it falls apart. 
it's okay to say that you're going to bring insights to your customers. You're going to challenge them or whatever buzzword of the day you choose. Just don't forget the communication role. And in all cases, customers say it needs to be part of an effective diagnostic conversation, not a one-way sales presentation. And that's the trap which is too often overlooked. Bruce, that sounds great. But how do you put it into practice? You have to have a solid questioning model that engages your customers around their dissatisfaction with their current situation and helps them contrast it to their desired situation. If you've ever traveled on a London tubes, you've heard saying, mind the gap. Well, that's pretty good advice for selling as well. By gap, we mean the gap between the customer's current situation and their desired situation. That's the basis for every sale. And it's not just questions about their needs. It's We want to ask questions that help them see in greater clarity the gap, the consequences of inaction, the, the downsides of the status quo, the, the pain of not changing, and then help them think through and monetize the benefits of embracing change, of doing something different. That questioning model that helps the customer think through and discuss the gap between their current situation and the desired situation, that's the critical selling skill that's getting a bit lost at the moment. In our integrity selling program, we even call it the gap model because it's so critical. And that's what customers have said in, in research after research creates high levels of value for them. That's what they say will cause them to see you as differentiated and they'll reduce their focus on price and put up barriers to your competition is to have a salesperson or a sales process that helps your customers think through their challenges and needs in new and different ways. So to recap, to avoid the headwind of growth, to increase customer enthusiasm commitments that will move opportunities through your sales pipeline faster, you've got to remember two things. First of all, customers will value more what they say in their own conclusions more than what they're told, especially what they're told by a salesperson. And so you have to have a questioning model that helps the customer think through and talk about the gap between their current situation and their desired situation. The wider that gap in the customer's mind, the more value they'll see in your solution. The smaller that gap, the less value and the more price pressure that you're going to be facing. Bruce Wedderburn, the Chief Sales Officer at Integrity Solutions, exploring the first of three unseen headwinds to growth and how to address them in your organization. Bruce has a preview of part two. The second headwind to growth we're going to focus on is not developing the whole person. What do I mean by that? If things like attitude, self-belief, achievement drive are the critical success factors of what makes a top performer a top performer in sales, why is your sales training focused almost exclusively on product knowledge and selling skills? Look for the podcast exploring that issue available at IntegritySolutions.com. You've been listening to a podcast from Integrity Solutions. I'm Michael Terrell.